Hello everyone, this is Cody Kelly. I am back. I'm back and excited about being uh, back on the platform, on the podcast platform. Uh, there's some, you know, groundwork. Uh, you can follow me at Cody's Life on Twitter or CVK. On YouTube, I have with me my co-host, Marshall. You can follow him in his podcast at Mar Knows. Uh, he is uh, the woes of our uh, millennial Slash Generation Z Generation. Uh, he knows all things sports. So you can follow him at Mar Knows. An amazing podcast. It'll be out real soon. Uh, we just want to cover a few things. We first want to start off with NBA Free Agency. Um, Katie to Brooklyn. Kyrie to Brooklyn. The, the end of the empire of Golden State. And then AD and LeBron. What, what does that mean to you, Marshall? Well, let's start, let's start with Brooklyn and KD and Kyrie. Well, I wasn't expecting KD to go to Brooklyn. He went with his friend Kyrie, which is okay, fine with me. I think Kyrie, and then we'll go to the second round and get knocked out by Boston. You know why? Because Kimber Walker is a better Kyrie. Kimber Walker, he averaged, 20, he averaged 23 points, five assists. Shot ever the same points as Kyrie, same re, same rebounds and same assists, same field goal percentages like forty five to fifty percent. So, and he stays healthy. Kyrie got bad knees. He does not stay healthy like he should. But Kyrie's gonna ball in Brooklyn. That's what he does. He gonna he gonna have a showtime out there, dribbling Uncle Drew, and everybody gonna be he gonna be killing. He, I, he might he might win league MVP. League MVP? He might win league MVP. Uh, let me let me share my thoughts. First of all, I'm excited about free agency because it's not that I'm a Steph Curry hater. I love Steph Curry. All things Steph Curry. I just don't like Golden State Warriors. First of all, I don't like them because they beat LeBron three times. And oh, twice? Three times. Right. I'm gonna try the first time. And as the LeBron fan that I am, it's hard to see your favorite superstar keep getting beat by the same team. And I was just wondering, I was like, is there any way this empire can get broken up? But you know what? The thing about great empires, they always implode from within. And that's exactly what happened. KD went his way. He showed the NBA that without him, there is no you know, second and third ring. Without him, they lose to the Cavs the last two times. Uh, and KD is just, he's just the man, you know, so I'm so happy for Kevin Durant. I'm so happy because LeBron is back. I'm happy because, uh, Chicago win the Unibrow himself, AD, Anthony Davis, put some respect on his name, join the kingdom. And anytime the kingdom gets great players, we're going to always go further. I'm so happy because I have the Lakers coming out of the West. I have zero competition from anybody else. I think OKC is going to do what OKC does best, and that's the first-round exit. I think Dame, Dollar, and them are great, but they're going to do what they do best, second-round exit. And I think LeBron gets his fourth ring, his fifth ring, ties MJ, and retires. And that's how I see this thing playing out. Now, you just said LeBron's going to go to – you know, that West is deep. Utah got better with Mike Conley and, and um, Bayanovich. I like him. He's a shooter from Indiana. He's nice. O- old school big man, go bigger. 
and Donovan Mitchell is a young young rising star. Utah's there, Brooklyn, not Brooklyn, Portland, where Dame, like you said, Dame and Lou, and Denver. How you now talk about Denver and Jokic and them? They got better. They got youth, talent. They might have the the best big man in the game to me is Jokic. He stays healthy. He's strong. He got. He's a, a gifted passer. And let's go with this Lakers thing. You, I love, love I love Anthony Davis. What what did he do in New Orleans? Oh yeah, he got swept by swept twice, and then he got one. He got one. He got first round one time, and he gets nicks and nets. Every time I look up, finger injured, foot injured, concussion, leg, knee. I mean, what else? This dude is a is a walking sick man almost sometimes. Let, let me let me let me address uh, that. Uh, first of all, Anthony Davis. Uh, there's what I call uh, physical injuries, and then there's psychological injuries. Um, his physiological body it got hurt, but his psychological mind was destroyed. It's because a he had nobody. I can't name you anybody he's played with in New Orleans. First of all, he played for the Smoothie King Arena. I like Smoothie King, too. They have great... If Smoothie King wants to sponsor me, they are more than happy to sponsor me. I will make all the segments about Smoothie King. But when it comes to basketball, Smoothie King needs to stay out of it. I can't name anybody on that roster. He literally played with himself. And he was killing. 44-12-3. And that's what he's bringing to the kingdom. We're talking about a walking triple-double. We're talking about the second coming of Will Chamberlain. We're talking about... is it going to be him or LeBron? They might be a co-MVP on the same team. I am so excited for this next Lakers run. I'm talking about a dynasty. I'm talking about better than the 2000 Lakers. I'm talking about the new and improved LeBron James and Lakers. I mean, they could put anybody on the team. They could put, they could put Smush Parker, and they'd probably have a chance to win a championship now. They could put me, and I didn't even start in high school. That's how cold LeBron is. He only needs three other human beings that breathe oxygen. <laughs> this is why I love you, man. You, you, you are just comedy at his finest. You said LeBron James is going into his 17th season coming off a groin injury, which is, which is physical therapist said, he should have been out for six months. Out for six months. This dude, and then you got Rich Paul coming out here. Man, if it was the playoffs, he could have he played. His 17th season... You said he gonna now. I agree. I do agree with you. They this is a great point. Anthony Davis and him might they might have co MVPs. That's a good point. But what is what does LeBron really work with good with big man Chris Bosh 20, 20, 22 and twelve in Toronto. He go on Miami sixteen points. Kevin Love, big Kevin Love. This dude came to Cleveland, lost a hundred pounds. Don't know how to post up. <laughs> this dude's a spot out shooter. He 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 got to de- decompress. He's, he's talking about I'm in a player's crew under press. Like, come on, man. I mean, playing LeBron ain't that great as a big man. Now, and I, I understand Kevin Love and Chris Bosh is no Anthony Davis. I get that. Because Anthony Davis is the top big man in the game, probably. I, in my opinion, he's behind Jokic. But Anthony Davis, I got to see it. I got to see him and LeBron play. And... You just said they're better than the 2,000 Lakers. Shaq is the most dominant big man ever. You you can't even put Anthony Davis in the same same 
the universe is is Wilt Chamberlain. This dude averaged 50 points per game in one season. Andy Davis can't stay healthy for a season. I mean, come on, man. Come on, Cody. And Shaq, do you realize Shaq had a three-peat, right? With a young Kobe Bryant who was 21 years old. He was killing everybody. Everybody. Every big man couldn't stop him. They had to put New Rules Office 3 in the key. Really? They didn't even know how to referee him. They, they hack a Shaq. Come on, man. Come on. This dude Shaq was destroying New Jersey, Indiana, everybody. Ex-Laker coach was Brian Scott on New Jersey with, with a young kid, Kmart, VC, Richard Jefferson, ex-teammate LeBron. I mean, good Lord. Are you serious? I look, I like the Lakers. They they I, they probably all, they should be top three barring mm-hmm. health. But who are they going to put behind them? They got $32 million salary cap. They're waiting on Kawhi. That's, gonna, that's what we're going to talk about soon. They're waiting on Kawhi. Now, if Kawhi goes there, they, you might as well just book it. It's over. Bye-bye. Domination. LeBron going to have six wins, and then, then really people are going to talk about the GOAT. Because he be have he already went to nine, eight straight finals. He knows he's three and six. He Look, he'll go three straight more. You know, that's 11, and he got six for six. I mean, so... Ain't nobody going to beat Kawhi, LeBron, AD. I don't know how you even score on them. You know, Kawhi, defensive player to you, two times, two finals MVPs. You know, LeBron, the, the GOAT of this era. Uh, sorry, Kobe. Um, and you got Anthony Davis, a young young guy coming big, you know, who arguably could be Tim Duncan of his generation. You know, so, I mean, I, I don't understand talking about Anthony Davis Will the second come Will Chamberlain or or or, or Shaq two thousand Lakers? Man, give me a break. Let me let me uh <laughs> clarify when I'm saying he's the he's the, the new Shaq. Look, Anthony Davis is taller than Kevin Durant. Anthony Davis is a true big man that can do everything that a guard can do. Anthony Davis was born to play basketball. That name, look, Anthony Davis. He's either a basketball player or a superintendent of a Kojic district. There's something about that name, Anthony Davis. <laughs> the man is phenomenal. His athleticism, we still haven't seen the best AD. We've seen everybody peak. We haven't seen AD peak yet. Anthony Davis, gold medalist, 18, out of Kentucky. Anthony Davis is Chicago basketball. Well, wait, no, let me take that back. Derrick Rose is Chicago basketball. But Anthony Davis has moved the torch. Anthony Davis and LeBron, uh, if LeBron was five years younger, he would catch Bill Russell. That's how serious this this connection is. That's how happy I am from the Lakers family. Uh, if Jeannie Buss ever wants to give me any tickets or Magic wants to slide me some tickets, uh, I would really appreciate it. You can email me uh, anytime. I'm, I'm easily accessible. Love to go to Lakers game. Uh, that's all we have for this sports segment. I want to switch focus to the uh, Democratic debate. 
Uh, last week we had two nights of the uh, Democratic 2020 debate. I'm not endorsing anyone or any political party. That is totally up to you. Uh, that is not the purpose of the show, but the purpose of the show is to inform. Uh, and I just want to go over, first of all, clear winners. First night, Elizabeth Warren. I would say uh, a close second, uh, tie for second was uh, Julian Castro. Uh, and Cory Booker uh, was uh, was really good. Uh, the second night, uh, it's without a doubt. There was no second. There was no uh, front. Uh, there was no second, you know, coming up. Uh, the clear winner was Senator Kamala Harris. Uh, amazing. Now, there was a couple of disappointments. Now, the first night, uh, Beto O'Rourke. Um, I don't know what happened to Beto. Beto just kind of, I, I, I don't know if he just, you know, was nervous or just he didn't have the right feel or whatever. It, it just didn't come over smoothly, which is shockingly because if you watched any of his other debates, uh, he usually dominates um, in, in situations like that. I think it was uh, too much for the moment. I, I don't think he was as prepared. Uh, Elizabeth Warren was focused. Um, I mean, had talking points. She knew it's like she was prepped. Uh, it's like she got eight hours of sleep and came to it with a double shot of espresso. She was on it. And then Beto just kind of winged it. You know, so um, a little disappointed in Beto O'Rourke. Um, Tim Ryan for the for that second night was a little. I mean, him or or Swadwell, uh, but I, I really think it was Tim Ryan that probably was like, uh, you know, could have done a little bit better. Could have been a little bit more stronger in delivery. Um, definitely bring home some points. I think Kamala. The reason why Kamala Harris. Uh, I think stood out, um, A, because she did not get into a shouting match. Uh, She brought up a personal story uh, about uh, busing. Um, She really um, addressed uh, legislative issues. Um, And and I think to everyone's surprise, uh, she stood head to head with former Vice President Joe Biden. Uh, So, you know, one of the things in these debates when you're trying to stand out from the crowd It's not that you're looking for the wow factor, but you're looking for authenticity. And I think that's what every candidate is struggling with, is is finding their own identity and not the identity that, you know, media has given them. Uh, But I'm going to give my hats off right now. Uh, If I had to pick somebody who I think it's it's leading the pact, I'm going with Kamala Harris. I would I'm very interested in seeing the third debate uh, where uh, I've already picked who needs to be on it. It's Warren, it's uh, Kamala, uh, it's um, Corey, it's Julian, it's um, Biden, it's Sanders, um, it's um, uh, who else? Bill de Blasio. And I want to hear Andrew Yang. I, I, I still think um, he wasn't given a lot of time. I really want to hear uh, just more. Um, you know, I don't necessarily, you know, like I said, I'm not picking or choosing. I just want to hear more. Uh, but I, I really want that to be the next round. If there's a tertiary uh, debate coming up soon, uh, that needs to be kind of the focus uh, for that. But I'm, I'm going with the hats off. I mean, Kamala Harris really came in, really uh, pointed, really focused. Um, she, she said 
Uh, they're not interested in watching us have a food fight. Americans are interested in us putting food on the table. And I think that hit home with a lot of people. I really think uh, as far as well-roundedness, uh, she has it. I really think as far as being fair toward all uh, and having a balanced government, uh, she's probably the best for it. Uh, but elect, like I said, Elizabeth Warren was tough, no doubt about it. And I really need to see, honestly, the debate between those two, Elizabeth and uh, Kamala Harris. Folks, I turned 30. Um, 30 was a scary birthday. Um I kind of had a mid-youth crisis about 30 because I realized, you know, I'm young to a point, but I'm not like 21. And, you know, you know, you're in your 20s, you know, you can throw out any age, but I'm 27, 28, you know, 24. Um, There's an energy behind it, an excitement, a cool factor to it. Uh... But when you get 30, you start realizing, like, you can start saying things like, I remember 10 years ago or 15 years ago. So my wife, like, I remember TRL with Carson Daly. I remember 106 and Park with AJ and Free. You know, if you talk to uh, Generation Z, you say, you know, TRL, they're probably like, who? Total, You know, Total Request Live? I remember these things and and now you know i'm young but i'm old young you know i'm 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 uh i'm young enough that i can still uh play ball without doing major stretching but the next day my knees hurt and i don't i don't mean like arthritic i'm just saying like they hurt my my bones sometimes hurt. I work out, uh, but now I have to concentrate on my diet. You know, I can't work out uh, and eat a Big Mac afterward. Not that you should be doing that either, either way, but there's little things that youth you can get away with. You get to a certain age, you know, you're like, um, you know, I, I need to go vegan. And you start looking at kale and, you know, leafy greens you know, you're really conscious about like how many, not just calories, but macro and micronutrients. Uh, yeah, you know, it does it have dairy in it. You know, you start really kind of your body starts telling on you, you know, worked out yesterday. I was beasting and I went to the gym today. I, I won't say I was trash, but I wasn't. I wasn't the same. I realized, like, I was, I don't know if I was, I wasn't even tired. I just, you know, I was just, I was like, I need to go back to GNC, you know, give me something, you know. But um, there is a definite switch, uh, I think, that you feel. Uh, But I'm grateful, um, thankful. Uh, But 30, 30 is a turning, is a page turner. Uh, But the, the cool thing is, I'm a little bit wiser. So I think what you take away from turning 30 is a certain amount of wisdom has been applied. Uh, You've seen certain things come to flourishing, a certain level of success. Um, You're happy, uh, but you realize you have a lot more to do. So you're inspired. So it's not the end. It's only the beginning. It's just a refocus.
Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. It is what it is. You can follow me at Cody's Life One on Twitter, uh, CV Space K on YouTube. I will be putting up videos. We have uh, some vodcasts coming soon. Uh, it's going to be an amazing time. Thank you for listening. Also, drop in, comment, let me know if you like it, what you think of it, where I can improve. Look forward to connecting with you. Till next time. Thanks.